When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pablo Torre, Israel Gutierrez, David Dennis Jr., Clinton Yates, NBA trade deadline. Brooklyn blowing it up. Phoenix rising. Does Kevin Durant to the Suns change the way this whole season plays out? But on Brooklyn, I defy you to have a better take than Robin Lopez. This is just like the Muppets take Manhattan when the Muppets, after unsuccessfully attempting to take Manhattan, split up and leave Manhattan. Let's go around the horn. <laughs> I am here for all Muppets take Manhattan references. How does the scoring work? Well, you make a Muppets take Manhattan or Goodfellas reference. One might say it's Gonzo, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Overnight, under cover of darkness, Kevin Durant traded to Phoenix. What this means for Brooklyn, toe-tagging an entire franchise in a second. But we start with the Suns. Owner Matt Ishbia's first day on the job. And did they just put themselves right back into title contention or the finals? Look at this lineup. It's going to be Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, maybe Torrey Craig for defense, DeAndre Ayton. Israel, we'll start with you in the hoodie for the trade deadline. I like the color. What does this make the Suns? Well, to me, it makes them the favorite in the West. Okay. And I would probably say if they stay healthy and get their sort of their rhythm together, probably the favorites overall. I do think that, you know, the, the top of the East is some teams that have been together a little bit and can beat them. But I do think if you look at that, that team and that, that starting four, you don't even have to include Torrey Craig, that is the best starting five in the league. And when you look at what Kevin Durant was trying to create in Brooklyn, it was, yeah, a team of superstars, but it was a team of stars that were focused on basketball. And that's what he has now. He has Devin Booker, who's desperately trying to finish that sort of rise to superstardom. You've got Chris Paul, and, you know, I know the NFL is the one with the script, but Chris Paul winning a championship in this way is great <laughs> for the Chris Paul script or the NBA script. And, yeah, I think if they stay healthy, which is a huge if, because you talk about Chris Paul constantly getting hurt in the playoffs, you talk about Devin Booker having an injury-riddled season, and Kevin Durant the same. Huge if, but if they're healthy and rolling come the playoffs, I think they're the favorite. Pablo Torre. If they are not in the NBA Finals, Tony, this is a failure. Okay. This is the level of talent That's that this team has. These are the stakes, let's mm -hmm. be honest. Mm -hmm. No, let's be honest about this. And by the way, Izzy used the term there, create, right? What did Kevin Grant try to do in Brooklyn? He tried to create something. This is not that. He is joining something. Mm -hmm. He does not need to be a leader. That We've was a seen thing that, that before, haven't with. we, with, with Kevin Durant? We have. Well, this is more like joining the Warriors than it is like anything that happened in Brooklyn. And that should be good news for anybody who is, yeah, in, invested in Kevin Durant's success and happiness. But Yates. Yeah, but all those different factors coming together is, I think, why, to me, they're at the top of the West right now. And if they make the finals, I won't be surprised. But we've got to see this work. Okay. The reason why the injury situation matters is not just because of the overall health of the team. Think about how many games Harden, him, and Kyrie got to play together back in Brooklyn. It wasn't that many. There is a bonding element on the court that I think the injury factor affects a lot with this Phoenix team. So while just on paper, the talent is absolutely there, they got to play the basketball for me to believe that this team is definitely So you're wait and see. Gutierrez says favorite. 
Pablo says it's a failure if they don't. David Dennis Jr., I'll bring you in. Yeah, all this finals talk is good. This team needs to win a championship. Like, okay. you mortgaged four draft picks, four first-round picks that will be good Unprotected. picks by the time that Durant and Chris Paul are gone and maybe even Devin Booker is gone. These are going to be good picks in your future. You need to win a championship, and they have the tools to do that with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Nobody is stopping them. They have more tools than the Nuggets. With all respect to John Morant, who said that the West uh, was nothing, and then basically their team fell apart after that, they don't have enough to, to you know score as much as this Suns team. They need to win a championship while they have these players on this roster. Israel, bring you back in. Talk to me how this is going to look on the court with the ball, with Booker, with, with Durant. Well, to Clinton's point about fit, Tony, is, look, when Chris Paul got there, it basically fixed it. It fixed the fit issues. Hey, he's got these guys he's going to orchestrate. He's going to handle it from the point guard position. We see how smoothly it works with Devin Booker. We see how smoothly it works with DeAndre Aiden. You can absolutely envision the exact same plays for Devin Booker or similar plays for Kevin Durant. He's going to have options, uh, Chris Paul. And is just so you think this is a seamless probably, fit? Probably Durant, Phoenix, ideal situation. seamless, ideal situation. Pablo Torre. I don't think there are many players in the, the league concern. where you can make a seamless transition, KD is one of them. Bobby. But Izzy, the concern here is that Chris Paul is washed. You know, this is the version of Chris Paul that they're getting now. Devin Booker, back from injury, terrific. Chris Paul, this is an enormous question mark. To me, it's about two top guys, and then you have enough talent to make a championship run. Absolutely, they should. But I think there are still questions if you're talking about the point. Do they have the depth? David Dennis Jr., last word here. Yeah, Chris Paul may be washed, but a, a washed Chris Paul is fine right now. All he has to do is get yes. the ball to Booker, get the ball to Durant when That's they right. need it. You don't, the benefit of having Durant is you don't need the same Chris Paul that you needed last season in the playoffs. Oh, he needs to stay on the court. I mean, that's, that's what he needs to be on the court in the postseason. Right. More than anything. What is Brooklyn now? How does a franchise even come back from this? This is the biggest flop ever, right? From no coach, just vibes, to no players, no vibes. And to trade away Harden one thing, to trade away Irving another, to trade away Durant, so Ben Simmons is the only one left. Pablo, I turn to you, I mute you. You're losing points just for having once resided in the borough. Pablo, is this a cautionary tale for a super team? Or counterpoint, did they try to do what every team would? And we'll try again. First and foremost, it is a warning about the Kimes curse, Tony. It had gone into some sort of hibernation. First takes, we Mina Kimes? Yeah, Mina yeah, yeah. Kimes. <laughs> noted first take debater, Mina Kimes, really should be reckoning with her powers of cosmic um, indictment. Oh, and so beyond oh, that, boy. what is this for the rest of the NBA? To me, the NBA is perpetually, front offices are perpetually trying to start a New Year's resolution in which they don't give what superstars want because it's gone bad a couple of times. This to me is not that cautionary tale. This is a cautionary tale about Kyrie Irving. Okay. If you get consummate talent, superstar level talent, you will go and give them all sorts of things you wouldn't give an average player. It's just that they gave it to the wrong guy. And that's what everybody has learned with clarity. So this doesn't dissuade a team from going super team in your eyes. No. Just maybe look at no. the, Maybe give a Myers-Briggs personality test before it? Okay. Uh, Clint Yates, how about you? Chaotic evil. I, 
I don't think it's a cautionary tale as much as it is for all of what the NBA is right now. You made your bed and now you sleep in it. For all of yeah. the players that want to go to the different places that they want to be, all of the fans in front offices that seem obsessed with the concept of transactions ruling everything, every once in a while you're going to get this. And overall, I think the league, this is kind of embarrassing. I mean, Brooklyn is a big-time team in a big-time place, and they can't even figure out a way to get a reasonable operation up and running for more than three seasons at a time. Like, you don't want to run your franchise like the Brooklyn Nets. Pay attention to the rest of the game. You don't want to end up like that. Yeah, this isn't a cautionary tale at all because you look at the well-run organizations. You can't tell me Pat Riley's looking at these three and saying, I would have had the same thing happen to me. A lot of people are think, looking at this as a singularly Brooklyn thing that happened. We can talk about the injuries. We can talk about the Kyrie of this. But this idea of Brooklyn as a free agent destination is over. It worked for three stars, but also at the same time, in, a, in one year, there were five trade requests to get him out of there for those same five stars. Yeah. So that idea that Br- Brooklyn is going to have that kind of thing happening, it's, it's done. They're going to have to build through the draft and figure out how to build a roster that way because the free agency thing is done. And Israel, is this the biggest flop in NBA history? It's close. I mean, I remember Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and Kobe Bryant in L.A. getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, I do think them? that yeah. when you look at what they sort of Right. When when you look at how to build a fan base, this is the exact opposite way to do that, right? You want to build a fan base that you have a connection with the players. You have people that are there for a few years, uh, maybe not just, you know, that one sort of swing and miss. And that's what they did a couple of times with or different owners swung and missed. And I think to really build that fan base, to just really build the organization uh, consistently, you want to do that with some draft picks. You want to do that with a homegrown star, at least one, perhaps, and then get people coming to you. Because as Pablo knows, those 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 uh, arenas, that arena is not really a basketball-heavy, you know, crazed fandom type of scene. It is very sort of, you know, wine and cheese. So I think they're probably going to reset everything in sort of their philosophy. Speaking of wine and cheese, how does the other half live? Number one, cheese is delicious. Number two, (laughs) I think the story of the Nets, Tony, it's not about, oh, they didn't do enough for the players. I think we should be clear about that, too. They fired the coach. They kept DeAndre Jordan. They traded away Jared Allen, an all-star. They tried to give them everything they wanted. It's just You're that, saying hey, all guess this what? Like it's a good um, thing. It was an absolute abject failure, the likes of which we've never seen before. <laughs> also that. Also that. A little bit of you know, Whenever we ask who's going to stop them, just that question needs to die. Go in the bad phrase because the answer always is the people we're talking about. Those exact people in the photo is who's going to stop them. More on the NBA trade deadline. Lakers trading Russell Westbrook to Utah. Let's see if he actually ever puts on their jersey. The three-team deal, D'Angelo Russell coming back to L.A. Lakers also getting Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley and only had to give up one of those future firsts. Lakers also trading away Patrick Beverly. Mo Bamba coming back in return. Lakers, who's going to stop them, Clinton? Are they a playoff team now? I don't think so. I didn't think they were a playoff team before this. I don't think they're a playoff team with this. And I do think they're making moves for the sake of making moves. That said, I think the level of basketball they play will be more enjoyable because getting rid of Russell Westbrook makes your offense flow a little bit better. But overall, I don't necessarily think because of the competition in the West that you're going to jump up from a double-digit seed point to be able to make a run in the playoffs. There's too much talent in this league for these kind of moves that are happening, I don't want to say laterally, but aren't necessarily super huge to really make that much of a difference for a team with that little talent in the Lakers, even though Bron and AD are there, yeah. 
Yeah, this is a good move for them in terms of spacing the floor. Russell and okay. Beasley 30, combined 37.5% from three. The Lakers didn't have anybody in the top 50 uh, three-point okay. shooting. They're top 15. Russell's 39% on catch-and-shoot threes. So they will have a more spaced-out floor. But all these ancillary moves don't mean anything because uh, unless we're talking about the person who's going to actually make a difference, which is Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis plays like a top-five player like he did earlier this season, this team looks like they could be a playoff team. If he plays like they, he played against OKC, checked out, lethargic, and dealing with injuries, then this team is not going anywhere. So they can make the moves, but it's all about Anthony Davis on that Israel, squad. do the Lakers do anything here? If this was the roster at the start of the season, I would say, hey, that is clearly a playoff team, and I like some of the pieces okay. there. Um, okay. You know, like David said, it sort of balances the floor a little bit. You've got a, a guy who, if, if LeBron, you know, kind of wants to take a breather, just let D'Angelo Russell go for a little bit. It's kind of what he used to do with Kyrie Irving, not saying D'Angelo Russell is Kyrie Irving, but he can do that, right? He can sort of uh, get his shot when, when he wants to. And so you look at that team, and you tell me that a team that's average, that 30 point per game, LeBron James, a guy who, when he's on the floor, Anthony Davis is playing like an MVP. And you add D'Angelo Russell and some shooters around him, I think that should be a playoff team. Whether they have enough time to get it fixed and move properly up the standings, I guess we'll and find Pablo. out. But let's be honest about this, too. It shouldn't be this hard to make the playoffs. <laughs> More than half the teams in this conference okay. will make the okay, playoffs, okay. and now there's a play-in round. They have all of this talent that David Dennis Jr. just alluded to that helps they should have been a playoff team before this. I think they will after this because guess what? A lot of teams make the playoffs. Right, right. Um, Thomas Bryant, I should say, was also traded by the Lakers. So the last time we'll see Thomas Bryant as Laker, he was calling for a ball on the play that LeBron, hello, <laughs> set the, the all-time scoring hey, record. That's his last, his last play as a Laker. Wild. A lot of re-vertigo trades today. Just filling out the roster here. But Houston sent Eric Gordon after one of the worst no-foul calls last night back to the Clippers. John Wall, at least on paper, going back to Houston to not play there again. Gary Payton II, the mitten, back to the Warriors. Jalen Brunson seeing the Knicks traded for his college buddy Josh Hart. This is pretty cool, right? And the Warriors and the James Wiseman product pro project trading him for five second-round picks. So five seconds. The five-second rule oh. for the over-second-all pick. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. By ourselves. Yeah. I'm going to go X's. Don't get any four. ideas. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Kyrie Irving's debut with the Mavs, coming with a win. Got the win tonight. Uh, let's, can, we, can we start with our team first? Let's start with our team first, please. It's simple when you play with guys that are selfless. All right, 110-104 over LAC. Team scored 41 in the first quarter. Wow, that's without Luka and with Kyrie. Pablo, what to buy, what to sell? Well, I buy that he is a solution to a massive problem the Mavericks have had, which is when Luka Doncic is not on the floor, Tony, they are the least efficient offense in the NBA, right? So this is the proof. Kyrie can do it. Defensively, though, this is where I sell it. We have yet to really be tested. This team has yet to be tested. And I sell, of course, all of his post-game sort of theories in which he talks about, yes, again, why this all fell apart, as we've talked about already. About the- uh, gee. I'm selling that this is the idea that this is the Mavericks are going to work because of this one game. The, the difficult part is those two guys working together. We know what this group of players looks like around one really good player. What I'm also selling is the idea that Kyrie is just going to be, you know, good, friendly Kyrie the rest of the way and not create waves and create problems. I thought it was pretty cool he did walk home or walk away from the stadium with a bunch of fans mm-hmm. after yeah, the game last night. Nice but too. you get the feeling that there's going to be more problems with Kyrie as the season goes along. D.D. I'm buying that this is the most I've ever related to Kyrie Irving because who amongst us has not shown up to their first day at a new job, putting their best foot forward, trying to impress everybody. Okay. And then a month later, you start wondering when your vacation days start. But in terms of that <laughs> night, uh, last night, I will say, you know, five for 10, the uh, teammates were five for 10 on on assists from, from Kyrie. The Clippers, he played good defense. Clippers are only eight for 15 with 19 points while he was defending. This was the Kyrie that you trade for, but the issue was the Kyrie that you're gonna get down the line. Hey, Stop me if you've heard this before. Kyrie arrives at a new team and has a dazzling performance that makes fans think that he's committed to the squad. Kyrie then decides that something ticked him off and he's not going to be able to part of, be a part of the team anymore. Three, Tyrese, Kyrie's out of town and now your squad's blown all up. Right, well, this is phase one of what happened. But all that could be decided was phase one in one night. We'll move yeah, on. Winds up with Roger squad. Goodell's state of the NFL address. He was asked about refereeing. Take a listen. I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out or extrapolate that. That's hundreds, if not millions, of, of, of potential fouls. Are there mistakes in the context of that? Yes. They are not perfect, and officiating never will. Clinton, postseason, has had some bizarre, subpar officiating moments. Does Goodell's answer there have you feeling okay for Sunday about the spotlight the official is going to be under for the Super Bowl? 
Not really, and I don't like the framework within which he set that up. I mean, the idea is to get the calls correct, and if there's that many fouls occurring on every play, maybe it's time to change the rules of the game because, as we see, these penalties are making games just a completely different level of watchability. So the other thing you mentioned that was really strange was the idea of the schedule being flexed on Thursdays, which seems to me to be completely bizarre because how are you going to do that to an NFL man? It just doesn't make sense from a scheduling standpoint and a health standpoint either. It's weird. Mm -hmm. David Dennis Jr.? Yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of – because what was the actual golden era of officiating in the NFL? Has, has officiating ever been right. really that great? <laughs> the problem here going forward is not necessarily the officials. It's the rules themselves that don't make sense. They're ambiguous. You don't know what what, what kind of tackle is legal or illegal, what is a catch, what is not okay. a catch. That's really the problem, and that's going to be the thing. And you can see that Sunday. rearing his head on Sunday, all right? Israel Gutierrez, how about you? Yeah, I don't think the rules – I mean, last week in the conference championship game, there was a third and nine, and it ended up being a fourth and short, and they're like, hey, run that back. We, we messed up the clock over here in a conference championship yeah. game. So that's something that you kind of wonder. It's like, hey, is this officiating really at that level? But to Clinton's point, yeah, you put on a Super Bowl from 30 years ago, there's probably a touchdown that was by far easily not a touchdown today. So we have the technology. Okay. We have what we need. I don't think it's – I mean, I if do it's think Clinton's it's point, thin, but still then it's Clinton's points. Pablo Torre. I buy that Roger Goodell should do the thing he does not want to do that NFL refs have complained about for this whole time, which is make it an actual full-time job. Yes. These are part-time employees governing the most popular, richest sport in America. It's insane. But I sell, Tony, the idea that he has any incentive to actually change it because when something goes wrong, it becomes content. Nobody stops watching the games, and he knows that. He has known it this entire time. Here's the content for today. David Dennis Jr. deadlifting the competition. Mm. <laughs> Yates, Torre, traded away at the deadline. Players to be named later. Gutierrez, Dennis Jr. Wait up. Get your wait up, young fellas. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Craftsmen blaming their tools. Check this out. Alexander Bublik smashing his racket. But he's got more. We are told he's got more. And in total, he obliterated three. So he obliterated the more. Well, that's going to get the treatment as well. Are you angry or impressed, David? What are you? Okay. 
I'm sort of confused. Well, Why don't you just keep smashing the first racket over and over again? Why are you going to fresh rackets and breaking them? And if you're going to do all of that and be upset, at least win. He went on and lost the match. Mm -hmm. Israel? Well, that's the thing. I'm impressed with the timing and the awareness. He's down 6-0 in a third set tie break right there. He's right there. He's probably playing one more point. He doesn't need all those rackets. He can play the last point with his hand if he needed to. The presence of mind, the awareness is what you, I'll give the point to Gutierrez. Showdown yeah. two. Two threes in the final five seconds. Check this out. Swung around. Jump shot. It's good! Ryan Savoy cuts it to one. And then JC has it! That's New Jersey City University, baby. That's Tim Moore on the incredible call. Creditor blame, Israel. Uh, look, you've got, you've got to really work your way up to that on the on the call there. He's went a little too high. Look, I'm crediting the inbound tip right there, the guy who came in and tipped it last second, but also that crowd. There's a lot of that crowd that didn't storm the crowd. Come on, New Jersey City University. You've got to storm the crowd. I'm storming the floor. I'm going to shout out the announcer because I get excited too. And you have All right. Well, well, let me, come you on. start talking like they talk and you just can't help it. I have been there before. You have been there before, Tim Moore. I mean, I've been in there calls where only dogs knew what I was saying by the end of it. An amazing Ooh. call, Tim Moore. I give you the points. Israel, you'll just hold on to him for a second. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to need a second because that was too funny. But look. Uh, if you remember January 5th, an interview aired with John Morant, he told our Malika Andrews, hey, I'm fine with the West. Hmm, interesting. Draymond Green had a problem with that. He said the Warriors are still in the West. Now look at them, by the way. They won six straight after that, but they've gone two and eight since then. And now look at the Western Conference. You've got Kevin Durant in the Western Conference. You've got Kyrie Irving in the Western Conference. You've got Denver running away with that number one seed. Should have kept your mouth shut, Jack.